You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the value of providing feedback and some tips on how to do that. Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we're going to talk about the power of feedback. So, if you check your email, you might have received any number of surveys requesting your feedback or perhaps a pop-up or two on your cell phone. Companies do this all the time. And you can go on to various apps like the one for this podcast you're listening to, hint, hint, and you can give a review, which is a form of feedback. But how often do you hear people asking you for feedback and are you comfortable giving it? Even though we live in an economy that's often based on feedback, when it comes to interpersonal interactions, many people are afraid to do this, especially people from younger generations, whereas older generations feel much more comfortable with it. The joke is that the older people are saying things like, get off my lawn, and you know what's happening with young people today? Like, they can't stop but give, and help but give feedback, right? It used to be polite to never give negative feedback. And in many cultures, this is still the standard. But in recent years on social media, people have been giving a lot of negative feedback. You've probably noticed a huge change in this in recent years, and often without request or even permission. So the pendulum has swung the other way entirely. In some situations, people never give feedback. Like in a movie theater, for example, the only feedback is the sounds of reactions from the audience. But there's no other feedback unless those people watching the film go online or on social media or they tell friends about their experience. But in other situations, people are expected to give feedback. For instance, in many tech companies, feedback is a way people grow personally and professionally, and it's expected to give reviews of your boss, your employees, and your peers, and people take it very seriously. So where do you stand on giving feedback? Are you a direct communicator who feels comfortable sharing your insights and ideas, like in a classroom or online or in a conversation when someone says, I want to hear what you have to say about this? Or are you conflict avoidant? And do you see sharing feedback as creating conflict? When other people ask you for feedback, do you feel comfortable or uncomfortable? So we're going to take a break. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about some tips on how to give feedback in a constructive way. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group, that's Hubbard Education Group, or 
go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. So have you ever considered that sharing your insights could provide invaluable information for someone to learn, improve, heal, or grow? Sometimes people have no clue about the mistakes they're making or the problems that they are creating. And somebody actually giving them feedback could be life-changing for them. I've had a lot of experiences with this kind of situation. And I have given a lot of feedback over the years because I've been a teacher for almost 30 years. And so when you're teaching, you have to give feedback so people learn. So I've had a lot of experience with it. And I understand that a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable giving feedback. So I'm going to give you some tips, okay? And I want to give you an example of a positive experience. So I was on a dating site, okay? This is a site for single people, okay? And a guy gets on there and his screen name is Loyal Hubby. Okay, if you saw someone with a screen name with Loyal Hubby, you would assume that they were married, right? But they're on a single site. So you'd be a little confused. Why is a married person on a single site, right? So I asked him this question, like, if you're Loyal Hubby, why are you on a single site? And he goes, oh, my wife died a few months ago. And I said, are you ready to date yet? He's like, I'm not sure. So he started asking him permission. Hey, can I give you some feedback about your profile? Because to me, it looks like you're still married. And I think he had a disconnect. I don't think he realized that he was projecting this image of still being married on a singles website. And he could not understand why no one was responding to him. And so I explained to him, If you want to be on a single site, you can't have a screen name like Loyal Hubby because everyone thinks you're married and they think you're cheating on your wife. Because if you're on a single site but you're married and it's not a site for ethical non-monogamous relationships, people are going to think that you're cheating on your wife even though your screen name says Loyal Hubby. So they're not going to want to talk to you. He was flabbergasted. He had no idea that that screen name was sending that message to people. He was just amazed. He asked me for some other feedback also about his profile. And I gave him some of that other feedback. And he told me he knew nothing about online dating and that everything I was sharing was a total, a wow insight for him. He had no idea about that information. Everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. Okay, so that's just a basic example. And of course, there are others, but I'm sure you've given positive feedback to people or negative feedback to people different times in your life, right? But here's the thing. Do you want people to hear what you're saying? Do you want them to respond and receive what you're saying without getting defensive? And do you want to share something that's true and from your heart? So I'm going to give you some tips, okay? The first thing is trust your intuition. If you get an intuition that there's something you need to say to someone, either in person or online, trust your intuition. If it keeps coming up that you need to give feedback, 
you're going to give them feedback. You should, because that's your inner self urging you to give feedback. And one of the most important aspects of having a good relationship with ourselves is that we communicate when we're having insights or we have information that we need to share. And when we have this come up and well up inside of us, we realize like we need to share it with someone. So trust your intuition. So if you're getting that intuitive insight, go ahead and do that because it sends a message to your subconscious that your feelings and insights are valid and that you have confidence enough and care for yourself enough to share your feelings and insights with others. So it builds a positive relationship with yourself. Okay, so then when you approach someone to give feedback, share that, hey, I have certain feelings or I've had certain insights or I've noticed some things and I want to give you feedback. Is that okay? Or I have some feelings come up and they're making me feel a certain way and I wanted to ask you some questions about what's happening with us because I'm having these feelings but I'm not sure where they're coming from. Those are examples of ways you could ask for permission and make sure you get that yes from someone or a nod, some kind of open feeling from that person that they're actually open literally energetically to receive your information. Because when you talk, you're also sharing energy with that person, right? So you want them to be open to receive your energy. All right. So you give permission And when you do get that permission first, people are less likely to be defensive, okay? All right, so when people are receptive, they don't feel like their boundaries are being violated, and that makes it more likely that information is going to go in and they're going to receive it. If you instead give feedback without getting permission and you launch into giving that feedback You look like you're rude, you look like you're bossy, and it looks like you're a controlling person. And a natural reaction of someone would be to be defensive or to ignore you because you're triggering their mother response or you're reminding them of someone bossy from their past. And they'll just shut you down. So when you don't give that permission, you trigger people's parent-child archetypes. Or sometimes husband-wife or boyfriend-girlfriend. But the point is you trigger an archetype. And then that person starts reacting to you through that archetype. And then they're not hearing you at all because they're reacting as they would to a parent or a husband or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a wife or something like that. So people feel comfortable in this situation. So you want to get permission first. All right. The next tip is bring compassion to your feedback. So before you speak, I want you just to take a moment, put your hand on your heart and connect with your heart chakra. And I want you to visualize pink or green light here. And I want you to imagine you can take a deep breath in and exhale. And then imagine as you exhale, the pink or green or both colors of light move through your whole body. They move through your chest, your lungs, your torso, your arms, your hands, your neck, your head, your back, down through your pelvis, your arms and your legs until you're filled up with the energies of pink and green. These are the energies of unconditional love and compassion. Okay. And I want you to imagine from this place of compassion, what would you say to this person? It's probably not going to be anything like you have too much stuff or I hated your class or any kind of shaming or patronizing comments. It would be something that would let them know your experience of what they're doing without being negative, but instead indicating how they could grow. So bring compassion to your feedback. 
The next step, express gratitude when a person listens. It's really important to give thanks in some way that a person spent their valuable time listening to you. It reinforces to your subconscious mind that people do listen, which is an important lesson for all of us to learn and hear because that's often different from what we were taught in childhood, which is nobody cares, nobody listens, and nobody thinks what we're saying is important, right? So it teaches you the opposite of that lesson, that people do listen, they do care, and they are hearing you. So while you're giving that experience of gratitude and saying, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to my feedback, you're sending that powerful and positive energy of gratitude and that triggers a positive endorphin response and generating a positive energy flow energetically through your system as well as that endorphin response encourages people to listen more to feedback in the future. And it also creates a positive bonding experience with the person that gave them that feedback. And I will tell you that there are times where I've taken risks where I wanted to give feedback with someone because I thought it would affect their career. I was nervous about it. I asked for permission. You know, I trusted my intuition that I needed to talk about it. I asked their permission. I spoke from compassion and I thanked them for their time. And it was life-changing for them because the compassion that I used to give them this information translated into me giving them feedback that completely changed the way they did things. And that opened up a whole other realm for them of another aspect of their career based on the feedback that I gave them. So that's happened on more than one occasion. So giving feedback can be really powerful and life-changing. So I definitely encourage you to do it. And the last thing I would tell you is avoid having expectations of anyone doing anything with your feedback. So If you reach into yourself and your intuition says, hey, I need you to give feedback to X person about Y, and then you get permission, you speak with love and compassion, you express gratitude, you need to let that be enough, okay? You don't want to get your ego coming in and having them get it and like beating them over the head with the feedback and saying it like 10 different times and just saying it to just get out all your stuff. Like that's not compassionately sharing feedback. That's you venting and that's not compassionate feedback. You want to release expectations of what they're going to do with your feedback, your advice, your ideas, your suggestions. Just let it be enough that you shared your feelings and that they listened. Okay. Because we're all sentient beings. We're all making our own choices and the other person may choose to ignore your feedback. So having an expectation that they're going to do something is counterproductive for you. So just let sharing the feedback and having it be heard be enough. And then you don't cloud the positive energy exchange with your expectations or desires. And that frees up a lot of energy for you to feel happy and free. All right, so I hope I gave you some good tools today for giving feedback. Trust your intuition, get permission, bring compassion to your feedback, express gratitude when a person listens, and avoid having expectations of that person doing anything with it. But if you do this consistently, your self-worth is going to go up, your self-confidence is going to increase, and you're going to feel like you are a more powerful person that can make a difference for people. Because when people do hear your feedback and they do something with it, it makes you feel like you influence that person in a good way to make positive changes in their life. And that helps give meaning and direction in your life. So it's positive all around for everyone. 
All right, so I want to thank you for joining me today, and I'm excited that you could be here. Next time, we're going to talk about the power of receiving feedback. So I hope that you listen to our next episode as well. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence and have a great day. Until next time. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.